If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome to The Drive. I am Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, it is a Monday. The Steelers are back off the bye. Mm -hmm. Practicing today. Uh, Pat Fryermuth saying today he expects to play on Sunday against the Los Angeles Rams. The Steelers also activated the windows uh, for both Anthony McFarland and Deontay Johnson. So they could be getting both of those guys back. Uh, Dan Moore was back at practice today. Mm -hmm. It's it's all coming together. It's a different world. The the gang is getting back together. Yeah, it's great. And the bye week was weird for the two of us. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just a strange week, we, no matter what. We um, were just ch- so let, let's get into this. One yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, I watched a bunch of football yesterday. Now, mm-hmm. typically on a Sunday, I don't get to sit down and watch a bunch of the league. You don't watch a the, quadruple header. The league. games that I the games that I see because of my schedule covering the Steelers, mm-hmm. I get to see the Thursday night game. I usually get to see the Sunday mm-hmm. slash Monday night games. Uh, depending Those on start to finish. Depending, yeah, right, yeah, depending yeah. on when the Steelers play. So I watched. All the Thursday night game, mm-hmm. the, the morning, morning yeah. the Sunday morning game, the one o'clock games that were on here in Pittsburgh. I flipped back and forth between those. And that was the two division, the Ohio two division games, games right? yeah, okay. the two Ohio games. Then I watched the, the four o'clock game, and I couldn't bring myself to watch <laughs> the game last night. I am a foot. I'm an NFL lover. Oh right, I, right. I love the. I love we watching the NFL. The Steelers here, yeah, yeah. right. And I couldn't bring myself to watch it. My wife looked at me. She says, "Have you gotten enough football today?" And I said, "I can't watch any more bad offense. It's, it's I, I can't right do it." Uh, you know, I hope Steeler fans watched what happened this this entire That's weekend. That's what I was going to say. Is I hope everyone kind of did what you did. You yeah. Know, as opposed to just watching Steeler game and then tailgating before and going out with whatever. Because man, the league has an issue right now, and and there's a lot of them, and it's not going to get fixed soon. I mean, even Thursday night, Mahomes. It's, it's a okay. nineteen to eight game. It's okay, nineteen to eight. But it's not high flying good offense, <laughs> no. you know. Let alone what we saw all day yesterday. I don't even know that it's good defense. I mean, there's yeah. some good. De- there's not great defense. There's a lot of problems right now, and I forget who tweeted at us, and I appreciate it, but we threw a couple reasons to. Why offense is so low, and the one you mentioned, which came to mind immediately, defensive scheme. You know, just don't allow the big play. Yeah, you know I mean, so that's absolutely force a, in play. force a team with bad offensive lines. Well, that's what to me it all comes down to. To matriculate the ball down yeah. the field on on 10, uh, 11, 12 plays. Don't take a hold. Don't yeah, sooner or later hold, there's right. going to be a hold. There's going to be an ineligible man downfield, yep. hands to the face, whatever it may be, a, a, a tackle for a loss. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Any negative play. It sack. just completely blows up these offenses because they can't protect the quarterback. They can't protect the quarterback. I mean, I've been saying this for five years, but the the biggest problem that, like, you watched X-Files back in the day. Yeah. There was, like, the smoking man and the guys <laughs> behind the scene that really controlled things. Yeah. If you pull those guys aside, like in The Simpsons, it's Count Chocula and all those guys that sit there behind the, with Mr. Burns. Yeah, like If you pulled those guys out of the NFL office, they would say, our biggest problem is our defensive linemen are way too good and our offensive linemen are way too bad. I mean, there's just a cavernous gap between those two. And if you look at the league in that light, 
I think it's easier to understand. And it's true for the Steelers. It's true. I mean, if we watched Cam and Highsmith and Watt go against the Steelers front for 75 live plays, guess who's going to win, folks? <laughs> you yeah, know what I right. mean? And this is true for most teams. Well, I mean, you saw it yesterday with the Eagles, for example. Lane yes. Johnson goes out of uh, that game. It's over. It completely wrecked their offense. I, I don't know if you've seen this. Their record with and without him in the lineup during his career they have like a 78% winning percentage with them and like a 30% without them. You know what I mean? Like they're so reliant because that's their advantage. He's a right tackle. He's one, they're one of the teams. <laughs> but that he's a very good right tackle. On the, on the offensive line. No one else has their advantage. So the other thing is, and this is Steeler related too, Mike Sando did a study the day the season opened. This is the youngest group of starting quarterbacks in the history of the Super Bowl era. Well, young quarterbacks don't know what they're doing. (laughs) I mean, there was a legendary group that just retired, including Ben, Rivers, and Manning, and Brady, on and on and on. Really only leaving Rodgers behind from that generation. And he's not even playing. And then he goes out week one, (laughs) and the whole thing gets even younger. I mean, that was counting Rodgers as the youngest group. And then now he's Zach Wilson. So there's no... I mean, like the Tannehills of the world aren't cutting it to be the next Matt Ryans. I mean, just guys right. that have been in stadiums forever and don't screw up and know when pressures are coming and I can check to this and all those type of things. So there's a, you know, all the best quarterbacks are super young and they may get to Brady Manning status when they're 35 or whatever, but they're a long ways away. And that whole era of like when Wentz and Winston and all those guys got picked, none of them really hit. Right. <laughs> so there's, there's a, there's yeah. a, a pretty big. Like, Andrew Split. Luck should be that yeah. guy, and he's not. And he's not there. He's not Wilson here. Wilson kind of was, and now he fell off. You know, Cousins isn't good enough to be that guy. You know I mean? Talk about that era. And then the other thing, you were talking about off the air, air that is so telling and makes it kind of hard to watch, red zone offense this year is the worst in history as well. In terms and and of that's, a, for, that's a young quarterback stat. I was say, and, yeah. and bad O-lines. Yeah. I mean, it's all ripple effect, but it means no touchdowns Yeah, as, <laughs> as, as you, a viewer. As you said, I mean, if you take a penalty, or if it's, if it's second and 10 now in the red zone, mm-hmm. you might as well kick the field goal. Because that's what's yeah. going to happen. Like, if you take a hold in the red zone, forget about it. I mean, if you take a one step backward when the field's that confined now, oh, this is going to be a field goal i mean you're not, you're not scoring <laughs> it's really that bad uh, the ravens kicked six field goals on sunday yeah and still won sort of handily yeah you know, six field right. goals though six field goals can't like this it in. this todd monk and offense yeah it ain't fun to watch right and, and folks, it's it, it's all they've done is they've taken what used to be lamar throwing to mark andrews all the time mm-hmm. now it's lamar throwing to zay flowers all the time and the problem is zay flowers like behind the line of scrimmage yeah, he's two yards down the field yeah. like that's not offense. That's, that's not offense. Or Lamar, go make something happen. Yeah. Or they don't have any kind of conventional run game. Every and, once in a while, we'll throw a pass to, fly, uh, to uh, Mark Andrews. Yeah. I mean, and, and folks, the, the stats nail this down. This is not just a Pittsburgh problem, I think, is where Dale and I are going. That's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. it's a league-wide issue because scoring per game has dropped dramatically since the COVID year. Like three or four points per year per average NFL game. I don't know if you saw this one. So... Going into their game on Sunday, mm-hmm. the Raiders and Patriots, I believe, uh, were the only two teams that hadn't scored twenty points this season. Wow! The Raiders finally got there by taking a by getting a safety against the, the, the Patriots. Safety put them over the top. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and they have Devontae Adams and Jacobs. And, you're right, an offensive minded coach. Yeah. The, the NFL's too. leading rusher from a yeah. year ago. 
And I can't stress. But they've got a bad offensive line. They have a bad line, and Jimmy's (laughs) he's just a guy too. It's 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 atrocious. So when we talk about the Steelers being able to turn this thing around, Mm -hmm. and and they don't even really have to turn it around. They're three and two. People are talking about the Steelers like like they were at the bye last year, two and six. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, this season's over. You're three and two. So if yeah, you, right. if you get if you gain any kind of offensive stability here, if you could get it to how it was to, to finish last season, I they mean, averaged twenty two points a game last year, basically mm-hmm. in the second half of the season. If you could do that this year and make a few more kicks than you did then, and, huge, you know, right, and keep the defense up and don't turn the ball over, you'll be in the mix. I'm not saying you're going to win the Super Bowl or you're going to win the division, but you'll be in the mix and. I can't stress this enough either. I mean, 32 offensive play callers, 16 of them got replaced this offseason. That's unheard of. I mean, every owner just looks at it, like many of our listeners, and says it's a Steeler problem, a Charger problem, a Cowboy problem. No, it's an NFL problem. <laughs> and then there's some teams that just are are kind of hopeless. I mean, the Patriots and Giants and some of these teams. And then yesterday we had about – 10 to 12 massive injuries to massive, Christian McCaffrey yeah. and Fields and Garoppolo and well, Lane that, Johnson and, you know. Kieran Williams, yeah. or Kyron Williams, Kyron. I should say. Kyron, I always call him Kieran. Kyron Williams got hurt in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. He ain't playing this week against the Steelers. Is that a done deal? That's a done deal. His backup, wow. Ronnie Rivers. Who no one's ever heard of. But he's the backup. Mm-hmm. He got hurt. I didn't know that either. I he got hurt in the third quarter in that game. That game. Okay. He, 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 sprained, he, had, that, yeah. he had a knee injury in the game. I don't think either one of them plays against the Steelers. Wow. So I've dug into Matt's stats a little bit. So the Rams, they're three and three. Their losses have come to good teams, the Bengals, but also the Eagles and the Niners. You know, and then they beat pretty handily the other three teams, including Arizona last week. In all the games they've won, their rushing attempts are very, very high. All the games they've lost, their rushing attempts are like fifteen a game. It's something around yeah. there. I had to double check exactly what it was. I found dug it up this morning. But even like yesterday, they come out against Arizona, throw to Cooper Cup 8,000 times in a row with huge success. They have no answer for him. And then they come out in the second half of the lead and run the ball eight straight times, you know, like to Kieran Williams. Yeah. Now if they don't have a guy to hand it to, that's a problem for this team. And not that Kieran Williams is great or Rivers is great, but they were consistent. Yeah, I mean, you just you just look at the scores of the games this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, 19 to 8, 24 16, 24 16, 19 13, 17 13, uh, 42 21. That was the outlier. Uh, the Jaguars, huh? yeah, the Jaguars Miami is the outlier. The Jaguars won 37 20, but they really weren't. Mm. Uh, was there a picks? Is there a defensive to touchdown in there? There might have been. It seems like so long ago. I think there was a defensive touchdown I in there. I think so too. Uh, Houston won 20 to 13, 21 17 in Vegas. Uh, the Rams won 26 to 9. 20 to 14 last night, 20 to 6, 14 to 9. Mm-hmm. What's the trend here? Yeah, yeah. A lot of nines and 12s and single, you know, double, and, you know, yeah. teens and uh, like safeties. I, I do some I do some picks every week for in the Observer Reporter. I've mm-hmm. always I've done that for years and I, I pick some games in there. And I'm going to have to adjust my the scores I'm picking here. Like Yeah. You score 24 in today's NFL? Unless you're the, unless you're playing Miami? I bet you win I mean, what, through six weeks? My total hunch, and maybe somebody out there knows the answer, if you score 24 points, I bet you win two-thirds of your games Yeah, in the league this year. Here are the passing leaders for the weekend. 
Mahomes had 306. Lamar had 223. Desmond Ritter had 307, but they scored 16 points. Mm, he also threw awful picks. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, 181. Geno Smith threw for 323, but they scored 13 points. And he threw awful picks. P.J. Walker, 192. Tua threw for 262. Gardner Minshew threw to 329, but they scored 20 points. He was horrendous. Though, horrendous. Awful. Uh, Derek Carr had uh, 353. They scored 13 points. He doesn't drive the ball down the field at all either. Mac Jones had 200 yards. They scored 17 points. Josh Dobbs had 235. They scored nine. He got hit a million times. Jalen Hurts had 280 passing yards. They they scored 14 points. Jared Goff had 353. They scored 20. At yeah, least they won. Yeah. I would say Detroit's actually looking but they, good. He, in he that had to do right? that because David Montgomery got hurt in the David first Montgomery in the first hurt. half, and they yeah. ran the ball like 17 times for 20 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then last night, Tyrod Taylor throws for 200. Then that was the leader. More than Allen. Like, yeah, yeah. The Steelers' formula of having Pickett throw for uh, 200, 225 yards and then running the football, mm-hmm. that's the formula everybody should be having right now because if you throw for 300 yards in today's NFL – you That's probably lost anom- the game. Anomaly now. More than yeah. more so than ever before. That used to be, well, about half the guys who throw for 300 yards lose the game. Yeah. Now it's it's got to be a, a way ahead of that. See, I don't have it in front of me and would have to go through game by game, but there's many instances from yesterday where Desmond Ritter threw the ball 45 times. Derek Carr threw the ball 45 times. It's not Marino threw it 45 times. It ain't Tom Brady times. throwing it 300 times. Right. It ain't Ben Roethlisberger throwing it 45 times. It is subpar quarterbacks right. throwing the ball that many times. Barely holding on to their job or shouldn't yeah. hold on to their job. They should just, not be throwing the ball 45 times. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I watch Atlanta. I'm like, would you give it to Bijan every time and just forget <laughs> this nonsense? I mean, like, come on. Why'd you draft him at the eighth? That's what everybody the, right. wants their Falcons to do. Hey, go ahead. Be, uh, Please throw Ritter, it over throw over. the ball 40 right. times. Yeah, exactly. You're going to lose. Bad. He's bad. <laughs> oh, man. But it's definitely a trend in the league in a bad way for the viewing audience, for fantasy, stuff like that. But just realize that's, the tr- that's what the league is right now. The other right now. The other thing, like I bet red zone stuff corrects itself a little. Like little it's bit. Probably yeah. be the worst red zone year ever, but it's pretty bad. Well, there's also on the other side of that, the running backs. I mean, if you look at the leading rushers from yesterday, I see two guys that ran for over 100 yards. Was one of them Henry, and he had a 63 yarder? No, he didn't finish okay. with 100 yards. So he didn't go anywhere all day except he had a 63. It was yarder. Raheem Mostert with 115, and Kyron Williams had 158 and got yeah, hurt. Yeah, everybody else was under. Because teams no. can't run the ball because they bad offensive line play. Miami might not count in any of this equation. Yeah, if, I mean if we should start with thirty-one 30 teams out. in Miami. Plus they yeah. played Carolina. Right. That doesn't. I mean, in their first quarter they couldn't do a thing, and then they just lit the world on fire. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when they played an actual good team a couple of weeks ago, they lost to the Bills. They lost to the Bills handily. Yeah. Handily. Yeah. Yeah. handily. Um, they'll play and their Philadelphia. Defense isn't great either. Yeah, they'll play Philadelphia story. this week. Mm-hmm. We'll find out a lot more about Miami this week in. in you know, I don't love where Philly is either. I like, don't love where Hertz they're at. Isn't no. sharp at all, and you know, I mean, Purdy came back to earth with you know in a bad weather game. I'm trying to think of the guys that are lighting the league up. Like Josh Allen's had a great year, but outside Stephon Diggs, they couldn't do anything last night. Yeah, I, mean, I, I thought Lakers should have thrown to Diggs 40 times. I mean, uh, Jared Goff might be playing the best of them all. Yeah, he's really proven that maybe the road stuff's out of his system, and and. Got a great line too. Yeah. Well, a great yeah, line. There we go. There's right. the there's the commonality there. I think the Eagles and Lions have the best lines in the league, and they can overcome when things aren't perfect. Yeah. You know. Um, but again, if you're there's such a discrepancy between way better D lines and O lines. If two teams can at least hang with the good D lines, 
and win against the average ones, wow, what an advantage. Yeah. So, you know, I just I just look at this from, you know, through the Steelers lens here and say, okay, if you can just get these things corrected, mm-hmm. um, you know, if the offensive line plays better, I don't expect Pickett to light the world on fire. I don't. They don't want no. that. But if they can run the football more effectively in the second half, yeah, uh, that will ease up uh, considerably. And I don't see any reason why they shouldn't be able to run the ball against the Rams this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Steelers. I'm trying to think of negative stuff. Steelers have been pretty good in the penalty world. They've been excellent. Very, very good. Yeah. Last year they were very good at not taking negative runs or turning the ball over. Second half of the season, right? I think you start there. You know, like. In today's league, I think the turnovers are key. 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 You, you just, can't you turn can't the ball beat over. Beat yourself in this yeah. league. I mean, the games the Steelers won were blocked punts and you know causing turnovers for the Browns and things like that. Like that, that this is a huge Belichick thing. And I know Belichick. Some of the luster's falling off him, but his key. Some. <laughs> they're brutal. They're brutal. But I mean, his key. I think every Tuesday when he addresses the team for the first time is these are the three things we can't do against this team. Or we will lose. Not this is how we win. This is how we don't lose. That's how he always preferences his game week. And I think you have to take that view of things how, with how the league is right now. I think it's one hundred. You're one hundred percent right. And, and don't lose the game. That, yeah. Just don't lose the game because you let the other team. Because you're again, you're not going to. Defense can't give up big plays mm-hmm. if you make them just slowly matriculate the ball down the field. It, Quarterbacks, and they can't quarterbacks get antsy. I can't remember which game uh, I was I was watching yesterday. Oh, I think it was the the, the Baltimore uh, Baltimore game. Yeah, it's third and two, mm-hmm. and the uh, the the Titans uh, have the ball on Baltimore side of the field. It's third and two. Okay, get you pick up your first down. You're in field goal range. Sure. Both backs are in the backfield. They both they both you know split to different sides in the backfield. They're open. Easy throws, pick up two yards. Tannehill decides to take a shot down the field, throws an interception. They get impatient. Yeah. yeah. You can't get impatient in today's NFL. The best examples are Mahomes and Burrow last year. And Allen's getting this way, too. I mean, like, deep down, those guys are big game hunters. I want to go kill Moby Dick. And Mahomes and especially Burrow realized they're not going to let me throw go routes to Jamar Chase anymore. And Tyreek Hill isn't here anymore. So I'm going to take a page out of Brady's playbook, and I'll death by a thousand paper cut you. They don't want to do that, but they want to win more than they want to be Lash LaRue, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's been one thing. You know, the, the Steelers offensively talked all offseason. We've got to get more chunk plays. Got to get more yes, chunk yes. plays. They have to exist. I, they, but... You have to take them when they're there. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you have to take the layups. And you can't get the block shots that go for a dunk over right. your head on the other side. And you can't yeah. turn the football over. If they can get that, to me, is the biggest key. If if they can get, and I'm not saying Pickett's going to throw two interceptions like he did in the second mm-hmm. half of last year, but if he can cut that, if he, if he goes to two to one ratio the rest mm-hmm. of the way, they'll be fine. And their ball carriers are very non fumblers. Yeah, they're, they're they're secure guys that way too. So like two good examples of like end of the first half. The Giants are on, like, the one- or two-yard line. They get zero points because they just totally botch it. Like, in that game, I'm the second half would have went different. There's yeah. a butterfly effect. But if you get three at the end of the half, which was easy, a layup, you might beat the Bills. Hardball against the Steelers. What the Ravens did against the Steelers. They missed a few, you know. Yeah. 
The field Absolutely. goal, att- you got to get points when you when you should get points. Yeah, don't say I have to get to thirty. The Seahawks did the same thing at the end. Say. Yeah, at the end of, in this first half against against Cincinnati. Yeah, they get down in there and all of a sudden they they throw an interception the in the red zone. Come yeah. on. If they kick that field goal, they might win that they're game. throwing into the end zone at the end of the game to win the game. Mm-hmm. They just kick the field goal and win the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, I I love analytics, but I bet that there's a study coming up that says maybe we need to be more conservative. You know, people have gone overboard with analytics. And one thing about analytics that can never be accounted for is who are the 22 human beings on the field? Not just what this situation or is. what's the weather like? What's the weather Weather like? affected or some of those games yesterday. This upcoming week, we haven't gotten a hand on Aaron Donald all day, and we're going to go for it on fourth and one right at him <laughs> because the computer tells us to? Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, right. that that's the reality the of it in, fo- happy, in football. Yeah, take your three. When you, and I think that's where your veteran coaches come into play. Mm-hmm. And I think the veteran quarterback missing is a lot to do with that. That's the other part of it, too. No one to hold them and when to fold them because these guys don't yet. Well, anyways, the Steelers get all their weapons back this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, They get more healthy on the offensive line. Perfect time for a bye, really, because in terms of of what it set them up to do now, Mm -hmm. uh, perhaps the rest of the year here, at least it set them up to do it this week. Yeah. Going to L.A. Um, now they're, you know, where it sits right here Monday afternoon, they're in a good spot. It'd be yeah. nice to see a team's in the division. Maybe someone lose, but that's out of their control. Yeah. Things they can control, they're Just in a pretty good spot. Just keep taking care of business. They're still 2-0 and in the division. Mm-hmm. I don't care how you how you beat those teams. You beat them mm-hmm. and keep doing that. And, uh, you know, the the uh, Browns aren't going to apologize for getting a couple of officiating uh, miscues right. or, yesterday and uh, oh we, we beat the 49ers oh but there were a couple of bad go- calls in that game that went our way we didn't mind when we, christian mccaffrey yeah. got hurt either we don't know, right? we yeah. won't take that win right right no that's not how you look at it and, and they were folks, celebrating like they won the super bowl more and more <laughs> this year is telling me i don't care about quote winning pretty no yeah i mean it's there's it no such thing exists in yeah. the league right now i mean through six weeks this is a month and a half of football we have and they're v- very few pretty wins over the course of that time. Yeah, absolutely. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Hey, Steeler fans, you can gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or you can visit online at shop.steelers.com. To continue our little conversation here, Matt. Yeah, yeah. There are now... Just seven teams in the NFL, not averaging more than 30 points, averaging more than 25 points per game. Seven. Seven. And there's been quite a few, as there always is, defensive scores, you know, things like that. That doesn't even take that into account. That contributes to that, too. I mean, that's not offense. That's just points scored per game. You said there's seven at 25 or more? Seven at 25 or more. Wow. The the, the Eagles are at 25.8. Then you have the the drop-off to the uh, Seahawks at 24.8. Kansas City is at 24.5. Wow. That high-flying offense. Yeah, yeah. Jacksonville is at 23.7. Indianapolis, 23.3. 
the Rams, the team the Steelers will face this week, mm-hmm. 23 points per game. Yeah, they're one of the better offenses in the league right now. That's that was yeah. like just outside the top 10 mm-hmm. is 23 points per game. Wow. No, that's the league is down tremendously for all those things we just mentioned. Now I want to kind of rescind something I said last last uh, segment was if you get to 24, I thought teams might win like two out of three. It might be like eight out of ten. Yeah, I mean, just a, I mean, that's if a you, big number. If now, you play then. any kind of defense, yeah, yeah, any kind of defense, like the Ravens right now, twenty-two point two points per game offensively. I am one hundred percent sure this is not what they signed up for. No, when they changed offensive coordinator, they were a thirty no. point per game team under Greg Roman. So I wonder <laughs> again, thirty-two teams changed play caller slash coordinator. How many of them are better, and collectively, how much better are they? I bet it's about the same. Because scoring's down from this year to last. Yeah. If half the league's changed, they didn't all get better. And then that means all the other teams got worse. I mean, that Raiders team, which with the offensive talent that they have, is averaging 16.7 points per game. Ugh. That's the same amount that the Bengals mm-hmm. are averaging. And if we had this, this conversation three weeks ago or so, you'd be like, well, they played the Niners and Browns defense. You know, and Steelers are a perfect example yeah. of that. You know, like, and it'll get better. And yeah, there is some of that, but... Everyone's played at least five games now. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of what the league is. They just played a game at home with Burrow presumably healthy, as healthy as he's been. They scored 17 points. Scored 17 points. And they don't block anybody. Their line's a huge problem now. No. I don't know how much healthier, how long he's going to be healthy. Patriots are averaging 12 points per game. 12. The Giants are at 11.8. Wow. That's unbelievable. I mean. I mean, that's as bad as it gets, yeah. I mean, you get the ball a lot and through the course of the game, and you can only come up with 11 points over five games. I mean, not that the Steelers are an offensive juggernaut here. No, I get it. I'm not saying that at all, but they're not even the worst offense in the league. There's I mean, no, and, there, were, and there's nowhere to go but up. Yeah, where are the Steelers right now? They're at 15.8. Let's say, hypothetically, they could score one more touchdown every other game. If you could add 3.5 to that number, where would they end up then? Oh, I just switched off. Let me. Oh, okay, let me, sorry. Let me go back. No, it's just, I bet they're like 14th. That would be what? That would be, uh, that would get them to. If you added three to four points a game, which is a lot. That gets you up into the, up above like Cleveland and Arizona. Cleveland's averaging 19 points per game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think. A touchdown every other week more than they've produced isn't crazy to ask for. If they get back, I think it was 20, and, you know. it was like 22.2 in the second half of last year. Where would that rank now? That puts you like firmly in the middle. I was say, I bet that that's puts you like 18, 16, 17, 18, yeah, yeah, yeah. right in there. I mean, that's where, that's where Houston, Washington, and the Ravens are at. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what the league is right now. I mean, that's not high-flying offense, that's for sure. Now, one thing that I, I think you could look at, I was t- talking with uh, Mason Cole today, and he mentioned that he watched those games as well. It's just, he watched all the AFC North games. Sure. He said, I would have liked to have seen some of those teams lose, but it is what it is. He said those games just turn into knockdown, you know, drag out, ugly, gritty. Okay. All three of those games were like that. Yeah. If you can force the other team to play the game how you want it to be played. Mm-hmm. And that's the way you want to play. A lot of teams don't want to. They don't want to play that style of football. Well, that's why the Giants were in it last night. Yeah. I mean, like when you're the lesser team, muck it up to no end and start fights before the game and that kind. of <laughs> They saw a couple of those things around the league too, yeah. like fights and 
you know, nastiness and not keeping their head in the game, not being sharp. I don't think this is what Mason was saying or what you were saying, but I don't want to hear, and I'm not giving Coach Tomlin a hard time. That's just AFC North football. Like, this isn't the only division in the league that's offense is down or is physical or. But, but I mean, everybody. Steelers t- Ravens is different. But, I, I've heard people talking about the AFC North and saying, well, it's just not a good division. Is that. Every team in the division is above. Is it 500 or above? I think it's one of the best divisions in the league. Right. I, I, I mean, if you were capable, any one of these teams in the division is capable of beating any team. The Browns proved that yesterday. Mm, they just beat the best team in the league, yeah. Any of these teams is capable of beating mm-hmm. the, even the best teams in the league. See, I think the Browns are actually now now the best example of they have to play low-scoring, trust what I think is the best defense in the league, Weather was going to be their friend, you know. Like, yeah. oh, weather was certainly their friend. Then it was in this game. Yeah. I mean, they didn't have a Tony. You know, by the way, all the uh, Purdy apologists out there, he struggled. That's where his yeah. lack of arm strength shows up. Yep. It in a game up. like that, where it's it's it, it's you know the, it's spitting rain. There's a mm-hmm. wind. Yeah. Um. You know yeah. that's why you want the quarterbacks with the with the big arms. Yep. And they beat <laughs> the best team in the league barely without Batonio, Chubb, and Watson. You know, I mean, it was on the back of their defense. And some things went their way. Some things didn't go their way, too. There was a lot of bad calls against them, oh, too. But the, game is the rookie kicker could have ended it and would just say, well, Browns played them tough. You 25 know? penalties in that game. Like, 25. Come on, man. Yeah. I don't know what too many penalties in a game is, but I know 25 I know is. when I see it. Yeah. yeah I know 25 on. is. Yeah, that was rough. Really um, rough. It, it makes it – there's nobody out there. This is – NFL is entertainment. Mm-hmm. Nobody is paying their good hard-earned money or sitting at home and watching this on TV to watch the officials throw flag after flag yeah. after flag on every single play. There, there are, what, 100, 120 plays per game, mm-hmm. and one out of every five or six is getting, you're throwing a flag? That's too much. It's too much. It's too much. That was crazy. And there's a couple crews now that you laid out last week that – I think are hurting the game, you know, one hundred percent. Like, yeah, they think they're the show, and yeah. yeah. I mean, of course, it's different. I mean, this isn't the uh, apples to oranges analogy. But if you go see the Stones, I don't want to hear a minute in to start me up. Well, we're going to start it again. You, you know what I mean? We, we didn't like how that went. Let's do it again. You know, yeah. stop. Okay. Or, All right, Mick. Let's come on halfway through it up. You missed that note. Yeah. Go on to the next song. Yep. <laughs> Five minute penalty. You know, right? Like, come on, man. You know, just let them play. That yeah. game was brutal that way. There's been a lot of them. I mean, defensively, looking at the league here, the Denver Broncos Broncos have now somehow gotten this per game down to 33.3. Down to 33, yeah. After allowing They're not seven, even the worst defense. Like, they're not, not number one. They're, well, they're, 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 they're not head yeah. and shoulders. But, because the Panthers are now allowing 31 points per game. That's up, yeah. But that's it. Two. Two, Two. defenses allowing more than 30 points per game. Wow. Chicago's bad. Washington's bad. The Giants are bad, despite mm-hmm. what they did last night against Buffalo. Arizona, yeah. Miami, the Chargers, the Colts, the Patriots, the Packers. These are teams that are all allowing. It's interesting you mentioned Miami because before we hit record, you mentioned you know that defense. It's easy to win. It's easy to play defense when you're winning by thirty. And Tyreek's doing dances and taking selfies and all that stuff, but. Their defense. They don't even seem to be interested in playing defense. They're like, oh, no. we'll just go out and score thirty-five. Well, yeah. it didn't work. Didn't work for them against Buffalo. Buffalo went and put forty-two on them. Mm-hmm. 
And the other thing, I, I stole this from Mike Lombardi this morning. He was talking about it. I think is a problem for Miami. This is more of a power rank conversation for tomorrow. They don't have a four-minute offense. Like, if they're winning by 15, 20 in the fourth quarter, they don't bring out Jerome Bettis and two tight ends. Yeah. You know, they just do the same thing. And keep they throwing the football. Just keep throwing and keep throwing. And I, I don't know that playing with the gas pedal down all the time in the Ferraris the best way to last through 17 games and three playoff games in a Super Bowl. Yeah. One thing uh, about the Steelers' second-half schedule, they play that Arizona Cardinals team. They play the Colts. They play the Patriots. They play the Packers. Those are four of the worst scoring defenses yeah. in the league. Indy's really starting to crash back down to earth. And yeah. Arizona's crashed back. I mean, down if you to look earth. at the scoring defenses in terms of points allowed, San Francisco's number one at fourteen point five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baltimore is number four. Cleveland is number five. Um, Houston is number eight. I mean, these these are what the, this is what they face. Now they've been part of that. Oh, sure. I mean, you play a bunch of bad offenses, that goes up. Yeah. Or, you know, the Browns but, played Burrow with a bad calf and yeah. those type of things. Ravens had some very advantageous quarterback situations and things like that. Of course that helps. But the longer we go, the more these things are staying the same, right. no matter who they get lined up against. And even like DVOA, going into this past week, the Steeler offense faced the by far, by far, by far, by far, the hardest slate of defenses going into week six. Yeah. I mean, it's nowhere to go but easier. So, I mean, this Rams defense is like 19th in yards mm-hmm. allowed. They've, they've done a pretty good job of scoring, but they just gave up eight or whatever yeah. it was against the Cardinals on, on Sunday. Uh, the thing they did really well this past week is, you know, pressures to me is, eh, it's a little bit of a gray area, but they pressured Dobbs 50% of his dropbacks, 50. Yeah. And Donald was a big reason why. The rookie Young was a big reason why. But a big reason why, too, is Arizona doesn't have any good players. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I mean, if they have James Conner in that game, it's a little they different. They could really yeah. use them. Yeah, they could have really used them. It's a yeah. little different. They just can't run the football no. right now. And they can't last for 60 minutes either. I mean, yeah. the fourth quarter never goes the Cardinals' way. 100%. Uh, but it's just it's just an interesting league right now. It's interesting. There's some massive trends in, 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 that, yeah. that aren't anomalies or one-offs. Without a doubt. Um, so I, I just look at the, at the you know— Watching those three games, I just the, the the AFC North games. I'm like, boy, this these these games all look like AFC North games. I think you said something like, after you were done watching, it's like I just felt like I rewatched the whole Steeler season. You know, yeah, they, they're all kind of the same. You know, like get this one bounce, and the team that loses is like, we should have won if we would have just done this, but you didn't do this, right. or if we didn't throw this pick, or if we kick a field goal here, we should have won and win. <laughs> but you didn't, you know. I mean, there's a lot of that that goes. That's on. life and, in the NFL, and it is. I mean, I mean there's, you there's know, no you, pretty wins anymore. You watch some of the college football games. You what? Like I watched Oregon, Washington, mm-hmm. and it was just all up and down the field. No defense being played whatsoever. Okay. Um, you, you know, you watch these games in the NFL. It's completely different. It's completely different. You know, and it's and. Just- the difference, like I'm watching, I think some, the defensive talent's so much better. Somebody yeah. asked me about well, what do you think of the quarterbacks in the in the Oregon um, Washington game? Yeah, they're both gonna be high picks. I'm like, you know, Nick throws everything sideways. Yeah, yeah, everything's everything's coming out quick because you just count on your guys on the outside to make somebody miss, and then next mm-hmm. thing you know, it's a ten yard gain, and you know, Washington move on to the has, next play. Washington has three draftable receivers. One yeah. of them's gonna be a first rounder. Like, just get it out, let those guys make plays, and all this space, throw it to the wide side of the field, and. And I think that's another thing. I mean, this is this has been true since the dawn of football, but 
adjusting from that to for Pickett, Purdy, Young, Stroud is a real big adjustment. I mean, a wide Saturday re- to Sunday, a, a successful wide receiver, a bubble pass, a bubble screen in the in the NFL. You get like four or five yards on it. That's considered oh, okay. You take it all day long. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, we won that play. Let's Second move and six. on. Let's go. Yeah. Those plays go for fifteen yards in college football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, the receivers are so much enough. better, and they, yeah. you know, you get somebody blocking them, and you know, you're blocking a guy who's going to be an accountant, next, you know, mm-hmm. in two years. Right. Uh, and then these guys have a seventy-eight percent completion percentage. Yeah. You know, they come to the league and they throw for fifty-five percent. <laughs> a lot different. It's a lot. They don't know yeah. how to read a defense because all yeah, they do is they're looking at the, the the Mickey Mouse sign on the on mm-hmm. the sidelines and they call the play and and throw you know yeah. throw another bubble screen. Yeah, and the <laughs> league is more so than when I was a kid or ten fifteen years ago have adjusted more college concepts to make the lives easier on these guys. But the speed of the defense, the speed is, of the game, and the size is, and yeah. physicality is not even close. Even the big guys can run. Oh, all of them. I mean. Look at Dexter Lawrence. He's three. There's none of those. You know. I looked yeah. up. Speaking of that, I, I was working on a story on Montrevious Adams. Montrevious Adams at the combine. At was, th- he had a good combine. At 304 pounds, ran a 487. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's the example I always use. You know, like O line versus D line thing. People get sick of me talking about. It. I'm like, just watch the O line combine drills versus the D line combine drills, and every D line combine drill is so much better than it was last year, let alone five years ago. Like, everyone's Mike Mamula. Yeah, there's like <laughs> you know? there's like seven guys now. We're 250 pounds or heavier, and they're running at sub 4'5". Yeah, you and know? if you're a 4'6", 9", like, eh, he kind of I don't know if he's fast yeah, enough. Yeah, I don't know if he can run. <laughs> Come on, man, with 40-inch verticals. And, you know, right, no body fat on them, and their arms like condors. I mean, like, everybody has these guys. There's, there's so many of them on defensive lines now. It's crazy, and, and, and they've developed those. Because you have to deal with all the spread offenses in in college mm-hmm. football. Yeah, you don't see the big three hundred you know plus pounders. Well, the other thing too is the offensive line such a technical position. It's such a repetition. And I'm not saying those defensive linemen aren't smart enough, but why would I do all those reps when I can just sick the quarterback if I'm that athletic? I'm you just know? a better athlete. Yeah, yeah right. I'm right. just a better I'm, athlete. I'm sure Chris Jones could have been a fine left tackle if that's what he decided to do, but it's not as much fun. <laughs> you know, kick sliding all day is not as much fun as ripping people's heads off and <laughs> in the pocket, you know. I'm sure Cam Hayward could have been a fine right tackle yeah. if he so choose 30 years ago or 20 years ago, you know. Yeah, I mean, you just take these these big guys that are, well, athletes. And yeah. you, you, okay, you're going you're gonna to be our defensive tackle. And yeah. I, was watch, I watched uh, some of the Alabama game, and I'm like, Alabama's not nearly as good this year, not just because the mm-hmm. quarterback play isn't as good. Mm-hmm. But their offensive line and defensive lines aren't as good Not as they typically are. Right, right. You know, they used to have 18 draft first-round draft picks on both sides of the ball Waiting there. Waiting to get on the field. Yeah. Yeah, and they're down right now for whatever reason, you know. I, now those guys are going to Georgia, I guess. I think some are going to Georgia, <laughs> but I, I, they might just be. I don't know enough about the college game. People listening would know better than me, but it's not the same with Bama. There's not Deron Payne waiting to get replaced by Jonathan Allen, who getting replaced by, you know, yeah. on and on and on. And first rounder, first you know, rounder. Their, their backup is a guy that, well, maybe you take him in the fifth round and hope, you know, he, he played like six snaps a game. but It's like Isaiah Bugs, <laughs> yeah. who's starring and playing now well for the Lions. Like, he couldn't get on the field for Bama. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we got to get to another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. 
This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. And we are back. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And Matt, we're going to play a little game here in the AFC. Oh, okay. A little AFC game here. Contender, pretender, or middle of the road? Hmm. Okay. Well, I think Pretender might be middle of the road. How about like a sucko version? Okay. Okay. All right. Contender, Pretender, and... Crapo. Crapo. Okay. <laughs> you want to start from the bottom of the division? You throw, them right. out, throw them out there however you see fit. Denver Broncos. Crapo Tanko trying to get number one zero. <laughs> I think that's really their whole goal in the world at this point. They don't want to win another one. Uh the New England Patriots, who have the worst point differential now in the AFC, in the AFC. minus 80. Wow. Crapo. They are bad. They're bad, yeah. Really bad. They showed slight signs of life against another sort of Crapo team, and it's not, it doesn't matter. The Tennessee Titans. Crapo. A little more respectable than the Patriots. <laughs> Everyone's more respectable than Denver. They just don't have talent. I don't know. If the, if the Patriots played the Broncos right now. Who would be favored mm. on a neutral a neutral site? I don't know. Denver's offense is the best. Denver's offense the is the better, best yeah. of the four. Their defense is the worst of the four. <laughs> I don't know. That's is Tennessee one. better than those two for sure? They are two and four. Yeah, I think they are. But so if Tannehill's hurt, which it certainly looks like. I know Willis is the two, but do you go to Levis? Probably. I think you go to but Levis. But he wasn't great in the preseason. No, he was lost up to this point, and there's a reason he's not active on game day. The problem is they don't have a number two. In their line. Willis is, looks. I was say, oh, they don't have a number two. Yeah. I mean, is it Levis or Willis is my question for next week. I mean, the Steelers play them in three weeks. Good. And their line's as bad as we thought. That's a high ankle sprain for, for Tannehill. Tannehill, too. And they could shut him down by then, too. They may not win again between now and then. Um. The Patriots have they've scored seventy two points. They've given up one hundred and fifty two. They've given up one hundred and fifty two, and that should be a good defense, and kind of is a good defense, but it's complimentary football. Yeah. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. Let's talk tomorrow on that. We'll find out more tonight. But... I would say contender. Okay. But at worst, they're a pretender. The Cincinnati Bengals. Contender, but that O line's of the problem. I mean, that problem's not getting fixed. The Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. They're three and three. The best of the crappos. <laughs> I have no faith in that team. I mean, now Jimmy's hurt. Yeah. I mean, we had the, the New England Patriot quarterback reunion tour going on there, throwing to Jacoby Myers and just Patriot. Should have, we should have thought of that one. With, like, it's a re- big revenge game for Jacoby Myers. Yeah. DFS would have been a but good like play. like Hoyer. I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the New York Jets. Pretender, but I respect them. The Houston Texans. Pretender, but I respect them. Again, they're they're going the right direction as an organization. The Indianapolis Colts. Sucko. <laughs> they're three and three though. I know. They they started as a pretender, <laughs> now they're getting into sucko land. They're talk I mean, talk about surgery now for Anthony Richardson. He might not play again he this might year. Not play again this year. I don't think he's going to. And Minshew's the perfect come in, win a game off the bench, no one prepared for him. 
And then he puts two games of tape out there, and then he looks like he did last. week. I don't think he's very good. And he's just not. He's a back. Yeah. I mean, he's a definition of a backup. He's a per- yeah, perfect guy to come in yeah. in the middle of a game and get you out of the game and maybe win it. Maybe win it. He's like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of that there. It's funny because I've said for many years I think Minshew's going to be Ryan. He'll last twelve years. He'll play for eleven teams. <laughs> <laughs> Do commercials after yeah. he retires. Um, that brings us to the Cleveland Browns. None of the above. They're not a contender. Yeah, I don't think they can win the Super Bowl. Can they make the playoffs? Yeah. Okay, so, so that makes them a contender then. If you can make the playoffs, you're a contender. Okay. And the reason I was hesitant to put them a contender is the quarterback situation. Like, let's say Deshaun, who's still an unknown, but last we saw him was his best game. But what's his health situation? If they play defense like that... They just showed they can hang with anybody. Here's the thing, the interesting thing about the Browns' mm-hmm. early season schedule, though. They've played one road game to this point. Oh, I know. That's interesting, too. Yeah. Like, so, can that defense travel, you know, when it, when, see, when it comes time to— that doesn't bother me as much as—I don't know what their schedule is, but obviously it doesn't take a mathematician to figure out they don't have many home games left. But I think with that defense, with that style of offense— you want weather in November and December. Yeah. You don't want gonna, to go to Arizona yeah. then. No. You, know? <laughs> you, know, no. you want to play in Cleveland late, and they must not. Uh, the Buffalo Bills. Contender. Defense isn't great, though. No, it's showing some. Yeah. I mean, all of a sudden, late in that game, all those runs that Saquon Barkley had earlier, they were mm-hmm. all of a sudden, whoop, whoop, 30 yards, 20 yards, 15 yeah. yards. Like, Contender. Ooh, where'd that but, come from? So. If you're the Bills, would you like to like trade for a linebacker? Or I mean, some of these teams might need to add something from the suckos. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I, mean, I think there could be a lot of action at the trade deadline for that reason. Jacksonville Jaguars, contender. I mean, I think they'll start to really run away with that division now. Um, can they win the Super Bowl? Probably not, but win a division by two or three games. But that belongs in the contender world, I think. Although this Thursday worries me. They got the Saints yeah. maybe without Lawrence. Maybe without Lawrence. We'll see, see where that goes. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. Same. They're a contender. See, I don't mean to screw up your exercise, but I, th- I thought an interesting trend from yesterday were the two unbeaten teams, and I'm going to lump the Bills in there who end up winning, all either lost or nearly lost to a backup quarterback. Yeah. You know, but... The other teams, all like the tier two teams, Jacksonville, Detroit, um, who else am I missing here? Miami. There was like five of them I listed off. Baltimore. They all took care of business against lesser teams. Yeah. You know, so while there was a lot of unrest at the top, the tier two teams did their job. You know, Detroit goes to Tampa and wins, you know, business trip for Baltimore overseas, you know, that kind of thing. Miami. They were another one. Um contender. Flawed, though. I mean, none of these are not without flaws. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City. Contender. And that leaves us with the Steelers. Playoff contender. I don't think Super Bowl contender. I don't think Sucko. I would put them in that same conversation with Baltimore, with Jacksonville, with Cleveland. Cleveland. Um, I don't think that they're, you know. I don't think they're Tennessee, New England. No. Vegas, that's for sure. I, I, I do. I look at the Chargers like. They're like the definition. Chargers and Browns, I wanted to say pretender, because they are every year. <laughs> you know, like, we might be like, we've got fooled by those guys again. We, I don't think we put anybody in pretender. 
Yeah. So Browns and Chargers have a strong pretender history. The Colts are pretenders. Yeah, yeah, they're pretenders. They're, they may even be sucko now. The, te- the Texans are pretenders. Like, I yeah, don't see yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going the right way, but they're yeah. not for real for now. So if the playoffs began today, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cleveland would all be, They'd all be in, in the playoffs. Really? Understandable. The teams below them, there were only a couple teams down there that you didn't list as pretenders. Mm-hmm. The Chargers being one of them, the Bengals being another. Yeah. Um, Can you do me a favor and click on the Bengals just to bring up their schedule? Oh, coming out of their bye week yeah, is Yeah, I would rough. think this is really noteworthy. Like, okay, you got a bye. Good. Then they play at San Francisco. Right. The then they get the Bills. Are awful. The Bills at home. The suddenly Houston's not easy. Dangerous now. Texans. Yeah. Then they're at the Ravens. Then they get the Steelers. Then they're at the Jaguars. Yeah. That, that's six. Like, just when you think, whew, we got out of our pre-bye situation. We're back to three and three. That's great. You know, considering where they looked after a couple of weeks. Can they go four and two in those games? Got some losses. They almost coming up. have to go four yeah. and two in those games. Got some losses coming yeah. up. Uh, we're going to get to another buy. He is Matt Williamson. Buy. Uh, yeah, buy <laughs> another buy, not another one. Another break. How about that? I like it. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. When we come back, it's time for the fantasy football focus, and we can do a little patting of ourselves on the back. Nice. There we go. We'll do that right after this. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 